I've heard you talk about empty words, mm. empty talk, empty promises. Who's responsible for that? Well, we have a single party majority system that has stood there for over three decades. You know, the single party majority system that has said we're going to make sure that we include everyone, that there are more jobs, that there are better educational systems, ensuring that there's a, a balanced infrastructure, that, that we're going to build better roads and better bridges. Yet I come from rural Idaho where none of that is happening. You know, we still have a rise in our drug abuse and problems. We have more people in our prison systems now more than ever. And yet while our taxpayer funds are being mismanaged and misspent, mishandled on a daily basis, you look at how much is going towards uh, simple fees and simple uh, issues in our state that do not directly affect the people of Idaho, that is a major problem. And if you have a governor that has denied the expansion of Medicaid in a state where their money is already being invested into, you are taking from the people. And why would you lie, cheat, or steal from them? That is a crime. And yet the people are not able to hold up this person and the people in the legislative body who are doing that, who are taking from them. And while I consider that a personal crime, the only way to fix it right now is to vote in November and ensure that those same people, those bodies, are not continuing to be the voice in the State House, that they no longer represent us, because that ill representation is what will continue to do harm on the people of Idaho. Is, is it just the Republican Party that's culpable? I mean, when you got up to the podium, you said, I'm the first woman that's gotten up to this lectern in a long time. Right. And is there some uh, culpability on the Democratic side, too? I think it's fair to say that there are always issues with everyone, that there are no perfect platforms or no perfect bases. And so for me, I've always spoken at this point to say that while we're all human beings, we have to look at really what's best. And what I've seen in the Democratic caucus is good. You know, they've been pushing for um, reforms in the criminal justice system, ensuring that we're fair and balanced and just. And you've seen that with minimum mandatory sentencing with uh, Representative Rebell. You've seen that with Representative Wintrow, ensuring that people who are abusing uh, their spouses or domestic violence uh, victims are defended, protected. Uh, you got to look at how the Democratic Party has ensured that education is a platform piece that has always been pushed to the forefront. And for me, it is simple. It is not about the party, however. It's about the leadership. And there are good people on both sides. There are Republicans whom I have met who said, this is what I believe in, this is good. But yet, the problem is, what is above the party? What is above their platform? them as a human being, as a person, and how does that stand out and work against them? And it often becomes this ultimate loyalty to their party base versus the people. And if you're fo forced to focus on the party over the people, then you've gone in the wrong direction. And you are in charge of this party now. And over the next two days, you can... By de facto, yes. Yeah, you can make this party what you want. What are you, what are you gonna change? Well, it's more how we're going to grow and build it to be better. And the whole option here is to basically ensure that people know that they are part of this process. They are part of a team, a family. And when they know that they're part of a team, they will build out of love versus building out of what I, my message is, exclusivity, which I don't want to see any more of. This exclusivity and how we're going to discriminate, how are we going to ensure that we can give more to the privileged few and ensure that we're keeping our people to this bottom base to be the laboring poor. Now, why would we want to continue to sustain that? So our platform and the people here, we're going to continue to push exclusion and growth in a positive way, which is why education is wholly the most important function of this. This is why we should not be spending $500 million into a shiny new prison system. We need to be focusing on the foundation of our people in the future, which is 
universal pre-K an opt-in program so that anyone, regardless of what their income is, can afford to go to this program and send their children if they so choose. But at the same time, our people need options. They need to know that they can send their kids into an educational pipeline system that is for them, that will help them compete in the world's greater global market. But if all of these options are not available, if we continue to be a dysfunctional governmental system that does not invest in education, then we will see our children suffer and the educational institutions suffocate. But yet we're offering a better solution, and that solution is build education, invest in our children, invest in the future. Jobs will come, businesses will come, the environment will be more sustained, in fact, because people will know, they will learn how to create this balance. They'll learn how to be respectful, how to be mindful of each other. This is the society that we want to build, which is a responsible society that contributes and that wants to grow together rather than growing individually. And I think that's what we've seen more and more of. And, and you'll be able to kind of work to make those changes when you get into the governor's office. Absolutely. But over the next two days, you can change the actual party. How is the party going to be different come Saturday night than it is right now? I think it's important to know that people have to realize that we are ultimately mobilizing together as one unit. And if you can mobilize together as one unit, nothing can stop you. And that is the point of this convention. So how do you do that? Right now. I mean, like, what, what are you going to do? Is it just through a conversation this week? Well, we're actually working on the platform, as you noticed. And people are going to say, this is what I'd like to see Idaho become. So let's include that. Let's talk about this. But once we come away with a, a piece, a platform, a vision, that can be a plan that we can then generate and spread across the state of Idaho, that's something that we all have to firmly believe in. So that's what we're here for. As the leader of the party, yes, that is my responsibility to ensure that we're all communicating. But at the same time, my point is what I just expressed in this speech is ultimately inclusivity so that no voice is left unheard. And we, we have a draft going around of the, the platform. Are you comfortable with everything that's in that draft? Is that what you want to see? Well, that's the point of being here. I mean, we have to be comfortable with it. Yeah. Cool. So. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Well, thank you. All right.